On a winter's night Sometime when we're all alone We'll sing every song we know Turn off all the lights What will we do when the music ends? What will we see when the lights go out? How can you feel when a friendship ends? Inside out We're far away Lost in dreams High above any clouds we see But who knows when the storms will come Who knows when winds will rise Who knows what those snows will blow In our eyes Who knows Who'll be the first to go On their way Alone With a frozen tear In search of a better year Just a warmer night Who knows when the clouds will part Who knows when the sun will rise Who knows what those winds will blow In our eyes So just for now We'll stay by the radio We'll sing every song we know Turn off all the lights Wrap the blankets warmly Shut the window tight Put your arms around me And that was Willie Nininger and the song On a Winter's Night. And that song was chosen as the title track to a compilation that first came out in 1989 on a winter's night, winter love songs. And it was compiled by Christine Lavin. It, it spawned a sequel in 1995 for fall called When October Goes, Autumn Love Songs. And then we were all kind of left hanging. You know, there were <laughs> we didn't have a spring or summer collection until now. Uh, Christine has been working very hard uh, and put together what is now known as the Seasons Project. It is a collection of eighty songs, uh, thirty-five songwriters, if my count is correct. No, I oh, think. Oh, oh, what? Oh, there, Christine Lab is with us. <laughs> you spoiled the surprise. <laughs> I, I think it's more like 63 songwriters. 63. Okay. Yeah. My, my math is bad. That's why I'm doing radio. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but uh, it's it's an incredible collection, over five hours of music. And it's available uh, through Christine's website, christinelavin.com. And I, uh, for full disclosure, I had the honor. Uh, Christine asked me to write the uh, forward to uh, a digital package that comes with the, the USB disc, a uh, forward of, to explain a little bit about what this project's about. But we have Christine with us today, as you hear. And uh, Christine, it's good to see you again. And it's so good to have this project finally out here. Hi, Ron. You know, I have to say that it wasn't just me who was picking you to write the the liner notes or the foreword for the liner notes. It was Alan Pepper oh. who owned the bottom line. And we came up with your name together. Oh, well, thank you both. That was, that was so nice of you. Yeah, and he's so a huge fan of yours. And so is his wife, Eileen. I know Eileen gives me some incredible requests every week. She sends one in and it gets me going and I, I come up with some other uh, songs to go into the sets. But uh, let's talk about this season's project. This, uh, Well, first of all, let's go back to the very beginning. You, know, you worked on compilations, a number of them throughout the years. You were also part of Fast Folk, working with Jack Hardy, doing those wonderful collections. How did the On a Winter's Night collection first come to be back in, in 1989? Well, um, I, like many people, <laughs> I got into fights with Jack Hardy. That was, <laughs> that was sort of his hobby, was fighting with people. And he had very definite ideas about what folk music is and what folk music isn't. And it took me a really long time to convince him that there should be piano songs on Fast Folk. And after a while, I just got to the point where I just didn't want to fight with him anymore. And I realized, you know, what he started with Fast Folk, which is now on Smithsonian, which yeah. is just an amazing thing. That's his thing. And that's that's his vision. And I just have to do something else because I have a different vision from from what he did. And mm -hmm. um and so I decided I'll just do one myself and and see how it goes. And so it started out as a little cassette for, you know, there were 21 different people on it, on this little purple cassette in 1989. And from there, it, it was released by North Star Records in 1990. And then in 1994, Rounder took it over. And then 95, When October Goes, came along. And here we are today with all four seasons. <laughs> Oh, well, we're so glad to have him. But why? I'm surprised because these two first two albums, they became such a staple of our, our folk community. I mean, for us radio people, these were go-to albums. And not just for those seasons, because you have songs on each of those compilations that are, are fitting for just about any time of the year. But why didn't we get a spring and, and a summer one sooner? I just got really busy. You know, yeah. I was, well, I started the Four Bitch and Babes also in 1990, and I was with that group till 1997. And then I had to, you know, focus on my solo stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but I, I did, uh, I did another compilation called uh, The Stealth Project and Just One Angel, Just One Angel 2.0. Right. And uh, I'm sure, there's, I think there's 12 altogether that I've done. <laughs> Oh, they're all fascinating, and 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 it just shows your your gift of being able to sequence these songs, and also to pick out so many incredible artists. I mean, this is really a, a cross section of the singer songwriter folk acoustic whatever you want to call it movement of the last 
almost half century now. It's 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 uh, it's it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm beyond the age of envy or jealousy, because uh -huh. if I was, you know, in my younger days when I first started out, when I came to New York, I was 24 years old, and I thought that was really old, and I <laughs> thought I'd sort of missed the boat, um, and uh, I I didn't quit my day job till I was 32. So it took me quite a while to, to figure out that, um, and, and Dave Van Ronk was a, a really very important part of that too. Cause I remember, I, you know, it's nice that uh, Tracy Chapman is getting the spotlight again because mm -hmm. of uh, there's a country version of her song, Fast Car. And when Tracy Chapman became really big and successful, I got to say, I was young and I, I and I was kind of, you know, jealous of her. And I thought, where did she come from? Well, and, and Dave said to me, is the work she is doing good? And I had to think and I said, yeah, it is. He goes, don't root against your competitor if what they are doing is good work, because it will mean more work for you down the line. And that was that was a very simple thing that he said. And mm -hmm. he was right. Absolutely, no, no, no movement of any sort exists in a vacuum. You you need to have uh, a, a number of, of of venues and a different sources and different artists that are they're making this music. Um, well, so so what inspired the completion of this project? Uh, I guess it was the pandemic. I'm betting. Yeah, you know, it, it the pandemic really threw a lot of people for a loop. It certainly threw me because I'm very bad at um being as a self-initiator. I'm I'm good at promoting other people's stuff. And uh I just thought, well, now would be a time to think about completing the spring and summer and making it a, a box set. That was always my dream mm -hmm. to, to be a boxed set. And that meant four separate discs and every record company I spoke to, because um, I, I did ask for, you know, advice from a lot. And everybody wanted this to succeed. And um, a guy named Mikhail Shaban in Ukraine designed these boxes. There's a, a light one and oh, I'm looking for a dark one. Oh, oh my headphones are falling off. <laughs> Those are gorgeous, and and the fact that you found this artist from the Ukraine. Actually, I think it was Judy Cass. Oh, yeah, well, Judy Cass. Yeah, and there's there's this little blue mesh bag. It's the USB disc now, so it's it's yeah. not available as a CD. It's it's just available only on USB. Yeah, I had to adjust my dream of uh, a box set, but but this makes a wonderful collectible for people, and it's wonderful for Mikhail. Um, cause he's got his, uh, uh, his website on here or his, it says at Mikhailo Shaban OS. They're, they're lovely. And then folks can find out more about it at christinelavin.com. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to play some songs from, from this, uh, to, to let our audience know a little bit more about it. Um, as we mentioned, you know, you now have collections included in this for summer and spring. And the summer uh, selection is called Last Song for You, Music for a Summer Night. And this, there is a song called Last Song for You, and it was written by, I believe, Maud Baggard? 
Oh, it's sung by Maud Maggart, and she mm -hmm. is the sister of Fiona Apple, but she oh. couldn't be more different musically. She specializes in the Great American Songbook, and it's very, very rare for her to do a song by living songwriters. And the songwriters, they're a team out in Los Angeles named Hillary Rollins and Kevin Kelso, and they wrote the song together, and to have Maud sing it, because she's my favorite singer in the whole world. And to have her on this project is just an amazing thing. And I hope everybody loves the song as much as I do. This is my last song for you but you know all those other songs they were the last ones too so I can't be sure of what lies in store or what I'm bound to do but I think this is my last song for you this is my last fare thee well And it shuts all conversation down That's the part that's hell Your tender kiss felt like endless bliss It was words that cast the spell And I guess this is my last word of farewell Cause weeping women leave you baffled You just cannot feel their pain And if I cherish this unhappiness Then I've just got me to blame I'd say I wish we'd never met But then regret is such a waste of time They say to waste one day would be a crying shame So this is the last time I'll cry And I really, really mean that But of course it's a goddamn lie Say it's those chords you play, they're the only reason why this may not be the last time I'll cry. Then they say peace will surely find me. Just let go, let peace take hold. Because no one's died if you don't count pride, and it's good for all. This is my last song.
We just heard Maud Maggard and Last Song for You. It's now featured on the new Seasons Project with my guest today, who produced this, Christine Lavin. So we were talking before about how the, the project came to completion. You, know, you started it again up during the pandemic. Uh, it had to be challenging to, to get all these songs together, to get all these artists uh, during a pandemic. Well, luckily... Um... During the pandemic, I was co-hosting with you, Ron, Right. <laughs> the Greenwich Village Folk Festival once a month, every Sunday, uh, the first Sunday of every month. We would uh, have about 10 different songwriters. And some of the songs, there's two specifically that came from the Greenwich Village Folk Festival. One was by Cozy Sheridan called mm -hmm. Here's the Rain. And then this this beautiful song by um, uh, David Lamott. He's a North Carolinian and a, just a, a really a wonderful, thoughtful, deep thinking kind of guy. And his song is specifically about moving during the pandemic and, you know, being in a whole new environment and then watching it, watching as, as winter turned into spring. And it, it became a, you know, it's kind of a metaphor for the whole, for what we were going through. Uh, you know what? I, we were, we're going to play that song at the end so our folks can, can oh. stick, stick around and, and, and listen to that. Uh, we've got a few other ones to come up here. But, you know, you mentioned the Greenwich Village Folk Festival. And on January 7th, you're going to be uh, putting together a new edition of the Greenwich Village Folk Festival to, to help promote and, and to celebrate this project. Yeah, it's going to be all artists who are from the Seasons Project. And we have a, a bunch of them uh, who are definitely part of it. Um, <laughs> now I have to find my list. Wait, do you, do you have the list? No, yeah, here we go. Kyle Hanscherick, maybe Robin Matteau you wrote, Tina Ross, mm -hmm. Kat Goldman, Rod McDonald, yourself, and Daniel Kaner. So there'll probably be a few more added to that list. Mm-hmm. And I know Daniel Kaner will be live from London, so he'll probably go first because it'll be midnight for him. That's going to be fun. That'll be on January 7th. It'll mm -hmm. start at 7 p.m., GreenwichVillageFolkFestival.org for more information. You can also uh, watch it on YouTube and Facebook and listen to it on FolkMusicNotebook.com. Well, we're talking with Christine Lavin today about the Seasons Project. It's, uh, again, 80 songs, 63 songwriters? Yes. I'm getting my math is getting better. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, as I as I go through the list here, and we're trying to figure out what to play today. There's just so many that I I know 
these are all going to become staples of, of folk radio and, and fans around the world. But, you know, one of the things that you and I were talking about when, when you had asked me to write the uh, liner notes back in the summer, the idea of seasons has changed quite a bit, you know, with global warming and, you know, just looking at the weather we've been having the last couple of weeks, it's, you know, 60 degrees one day, 30 the next. Uh, the idea of seasons have, have changed. Was that also part of the incentive to get this project out there? Well, I really had my eye fixed on the future when I put the final touches on this project, because I want folklorists and historians a hundred years from now to know what was really going on in music. Because if you judge it by what's on the pop charts, that's really not, mm-hmm. that doesn't affect any of us. And uh, if, if it wasn't for all the folk DJs around the world, around the country and around the world, who most of them do this job as a labor of love, uh, we wouldn't know about these songs at all. And so I wanted to remind people, and also the seasons are definitely changing, <laughs> whether people want to believe it or not. And um, this is why I started out the first song on uh, on the spring compilation is February by Dar Williams. And February is not part of spring, mm-hmm. but you know what? In the future, it may be. <laughs> It so. very well. It very well could. Uh, this strange patterns that we're seeing, and and hopefully this is also a wake up call for some. I mean, you do have some songs on here, and uh, also you have a one of the artists uh, chose a, a, a audio from Greta Thunberg. Right, yeah. right. So this yeah, is Daniel be- Kaner in London. Yeah, he he sent his song, and all of a sudden at the end of it, I hear Greta Thunberg, and I said, Daniel. I hope you got permission f- from her. And he said, uh, no, I haven't. I said, well, you must. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? He contacted her and she immediately said yes. Uh-huh. So I thought yeah. that's that's pretty great to have her on the record. Absolutely. This is going to be something that years from now people are going to look at and you know, not only get an idea of the, the music that was being created, but also what we were going through and what issues and challenges we, we currently have. But, you know, we were also talking before about, you know, this, this is each season is listed here, but you also have songs that kind of drift away from that season, but yet still fit in, but yet are songs that can be played at any time of the year. This is not one of those albums you dust off every Christmas to play like, like the old Bing Crosby record. Yeah. I, I really felt that it, it, the, it shouldn't be too matchy matchy. You know, if you do a, an entire album of autumn songs, it's, it's just too much because especially autumn and winter, your mind drifts off into all these different places as you're listening to, to things as, as you're thinking about your life. And so there's no reason why we had to stick very, very closely to the mm-hmm. seasonal theme, but they had to fit in musically. And they, I feel like they do. Oh, absolutely. I want to, I want to play another song now. And this one is from Lynn Miles. It's a, oh. song, a song called last night. You want to introduce this one? Oh, it, Lynn Miles is just, she's a Canadian treasure. And uh, I've become addicted to some of these, these television shows that are on my sling TV, which I don't even know exactly where they are but um they're canadian shows based on wildlife and i've heard lynn's music being played and i 
congratulated her. It said, oh, it's so wonderful to hear your voice. And, you, you know, you're singing about all the, and she had no idea that her music was being used that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, well, well, check it out. You know, <laughs> maybe there's some royalties for you too. And that was Lynn Miles' Last Night, a song that appears on the new compilation, The Seasons Project. 80 songs from 63 songwriters. It's available from christinelavin.com. And it's available only on USB, as we were talking about changing the seasons, changing of technology. CDs are now becoming a, an old technology, uh, digital files. And you know, I, I, I know that 
still is a challenge for some people. Um, but it's, I think, definitely the, the direction to go in for the future. Yeah, you know, we, we don't know what the next te technological breakthrough will be <laughs> for music. But let's just hope there's a way that we can continue to make a living at it. Yeah, that that's the hard part. You know, you're a, a touring artist. You, like everybody else, had a difficult time with the pandemic. How are things looking now that things are kind of coming around on the other end? But it's still, I know I'm, I'm dealing with some issues with the Hurdy Gurdy Folk Music Club. We're having trouble getting audiences back. Yeah, it's we just don't know um, how it's going to all shake out. So we're just hanging on for dear life. <laughs> well, keep making great music. We, we we mentioned the 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 box set and the, the beautiful uh, box that this this comes in, and that is from a Ukrainian artist. There aren't really that many political songs on this album. I mean, you kind of chose not to go in that direction. Although there were, there are a couple that touch on social issues, but yet this is something that I think is more of a timeless collection. Was that a conscious decision? Yeah, and I especially using a, a box by a Ukrainian artist and um, what the people of U Ukraine, they don't need our sympathy. They need our business. Mm -hmm. And I just figured, let's just do this. And uh, Judy Cass is the artist on the, the record who came up with um, with Mikhail Shaban. And she just found him on Etsy, believe it or not. And he doesn't even speak English, but wow. he uses an online translator. And we've been able to go back and forth and, you know, settle on two different color boxes uh, from him. And he made the little logo that for the four seasons that uh, is on the top of the box, too. Oh, it's, it's a lovely collection, a lovely keepsake. ChristineLavin.com is the website for more information on that. And again, for full disclosure, I'm also on it. I'm not singing. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> everybody is safe. But I, I did have the honor of writing the forward to this piece. And it is uh, just an incredible collection. Now, I, I almost printed out the PDF of the liner notes. And then I realized it's like 497 pages. <laughs> I mean, you did some extensive liner notes here, uh, descriptions of the songs, the artists. You've got active links to all the websites of the artists. That's a job and a half right there. Well, you know, we had a wonderful editor. Her name is Alyssa Wolfson, and she's at Cornell University, and so is her husband. He's the Puffin guy. He's, in fact, the Puffin project that he's been the head of celebrated their 50th anniversary this past summer, which oh. is a great thing. And um, we wanted to have as much information as we could possibly get on each of the artists. And we had most of the artists' bios are written by the artists themselves. And some are very long and tell their whole life story. <laughs> Whoop. Can you tell? Can you hear that? Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. yeah. I live next to a hospital. Oh. <laughs> Imagine this going uh, happening at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, my That's goodness. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I want to play a, another song on here. And this one is from, from a, a good friend of yours and, and mine, uh, Julie Gold. Yeah. Uh, she contributed a nice song to this. There's a really nice thing that happened for Julie Gold last week. Maura O'Connell, uh, who lives in Nashville, but she's from Ireland, recorded a version of From a Distance. And who sings on it with her? Declan O'Rourke. Oh. And Declan and Julie are both on the Seasons Project, and I was there the night that they met at the Irish Art Center. 
I was under the snow when spring sprang. Spring sprang sprung. Now I'm cooking not raw as I finally thaw. And spring spring sprang sprang sprung. sprung. Yay! I was feeling so old then spring sprang. Spring sprang sprung. Yeah, I was starting to schlep. Now there's pep in my step because spring sprang sprung. And everybody loves the longer days and the flowers making sense. I'm exuberantly in a haze now that spring sprang. Spring sprang. I was hoping you'd call then ring rang. Ring rang rung. You said wipe off that frown. Why not go paint the town now that spring sprang sprung. I'm singing my song, sing sang, sing sang song, and I'm happy to say it's a beautiful day now that spring sprang sprung. Yes, I'm happy to say it's a beautiful day now that spring sprang spring sprang spring sprang. And that was Julie Gold, a song called Spring Sprang, and it appears on the new Seasons Project collection, produced by Christine Lavin, who is with us today talking about this and sharing some uh, some wonderful songs. I mean, just a small sampling. There's 80 songs on here. I could do my show for the next four weeks on this with, <laughs> and still have time <laughs> for a few more. Uh, but you know, what, what I really love about the, the album, Chris, is that you have a number of artists that everybody is going to be familiar with. In fact, some of them were probably first introduced to us through the original two albums on a winter's night. And when October goes, people, people like Dar Williams and, and John Gorka and, and, and oh, Rod McDonald is on here. Cheryl Wheeler, David Roth. And these are folks that are, you know, household names, at least in my household for the, for the folk community. But you also bring some some new people, uh, on this, especially on the two new collections. People like Kyle Hanscherick, uh, who I think is a brilliant songwriter, and people like Declan O'Rourke, who you've introduced us to. How did you choose? I mean, I know you know so many artists, and you probably could have done 160 <laughs> songs on this collection. Um, you know, it. one of the, the things about about this collection that I always want to emphasize is that it's just one person's idea of what the, some of the best music is that's being written that has been written over the last 50 years. And um, I'm really hoping that other people will be inspired by this and will put together their own collections, whether they release it as a, as a real thing or just put it, you know, put it out there on the internet as your favorite songs. And, um, and let people put their own uh, compilations together. Well, well Chris, this, this is just a phenomenal collection. And I, again, I, I want to thank you for allowing me to be part of it. You know, writing the Ford was a, was a real honor, which I, I will not forget. And uh, you know, I, I, to be part of this collection, because especially those first two albums, they, they meant so much to me because I was really just 
relatively young, starting my my radio show just a few years before that, and they really became staples. And, and you've always helped introduce me to artists that uh, I would not have known otherwise. I'll never forget that one time when there was a Fast Folk Bottom Line show. You came to do my radio show at WFDU on a snowy Sunday afternoon. You took the bus in and brought, I think they were all LPs at the time. And uh, <laughs> and you you shared all this great new music with us. And you've always been such a cheerleader for, for the, the community that this album is just uh, a real monument to your your ability to to bring this community together and um, showcase it in in a, in a a good light and a proper setting that it deserves to be to be seen and so th- for me and, and I think for everybody out there I'm speaking for thank you so much for all the work and effort that you put on this it's just a, a true well, Ron I'm I'm thrilled that you're part of this because you have been so kind and generous and and so dedicated in playing all of this music for decades that uh, we couldn't do it without you. So for you and for so many others who who are folk DJs and dedicate their lives to, you know, very, very much an unpaid job for a lot of people, but it's, it's a quality of life issue that all of you have helped us with. Well, I consider it my unpaid vocation, so I enjoy doing it. Now, what about you? What do you are you finding time to continue to write and perform? Yeah, I, I'm working on um, uh, one really, really long and difficult song. And my songs take much longer to write now, but I think part of it is because I'm writing from the perspective of an old lady looking back <laughs> on her life. I didn't realize I was writing the soundtrack to my own life for all these years. Uh-oh. And um, I'm, you know, I, I'm doing the best that I can to, to, uh, to keep the songs coming. And they do keep coming. So I'll just keep doing it. And, and we'll keep playing it as long as you keep making the music. Oh, thank you. Chris, Christine Lavin, I want to thank you so much for being here today, for putting this together. And I want to end with uh, one more song from this collection. And of course, listeners will be hearing more, many more in the weeks to come. But there's a song by David Lamott, who you mentioned earlier that we both kind of met for the first time through the Greenwich Village Folk Festival, uh, a song called Coming Alive Again. Can you tell us a little bit more about him? Well, you know, he just showed up at the Greenwich Village Folk Festival thanks to Rod McDonald and um, uh, what, what's Ray Meisick. Ray, Ray Meisick. Ray Meisick. Yeah. Sorry, Ray. Um, you know, they put that together every month and he just was a bolt out of the blue. When he sang this song, I thought, wow, he really nailed something that a lot of people are feeling. By the way, Rod McDonald has a great song called uh, The Pandemic, Wasn't That a Time? Oh, my God, is that a great song, too. But this one is is really more tactile. And it was, uh, I think, David Lamont moving in the beginning of spring and not knowing what the new place he was was moving to was going to be like. And it's just a lovely, lovely, beautiful song that just just hit my heart and made me cry the first time I heard it. Same here. Well, thank you so much. Christine Lavin, christinelavin.com is the website for more information about the Seasons Project. Don't forget, January 7th, the Greenwich Village Folk Festival Live, a, a tribute to the Seasons Project with a number of the artists that appear on it. And Christine, thank you again so much for being with us today, and we'll chat again real soon. Great. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. And now here is David Lamott coming alive again. Mm-hmm. 
Everything was dry and brown Never saw the place in summer No idea what's in the ground Bearing dogwood in the front yard I wasn't sure if it was gone Then about the first of April I saw what was going on Somebody, they used to say that we were close. It's kind of strange to show compassion through this distance that we chose. But we hid out in our houses till the medicine arrived. Now the buds have turned to blossom. Stepping to the other side. Coming alive. 